Good afternoon, everyone. This is a new gossip program, and today in the studio we are Antonella and Sasha. Hi. Hello. And this evening we decided to cover a topic which uh, I can say is like a, a following on a gossip program I did a few weeks ago with Carmelo about Mr. Silvio Berlusconi. What an interesting person to be discussed, right? <laughs> Yeah, it was actually. And for us Italian as well, because we didn't know a lot about him. So we discovered something and also we discovered that he has a best friend. And mm. this best friend is the well-known Vladimir Putin. Oh my God. <laughs> yeah. And these two men are so close that they often spend their holidays together and they are often seen together both in Italy and in Moscow at Putin's dachas, I believe they are called. Yeah, I wonder how Putin's dacha looks like. I don't know, actually, because, well, and we can start with the Cossie program now, because I think some 20 years ago, he actually built a dacha from scratch, and it cost several million rubles. I think a lot. No. Yeah, that, that, that's a lot, actually. And given the fact that it is allegedly said that Putin is one of the richest people in the world. Maybe the richest one, but we don't know that for sure. Yes, maybe. I know that he has a lot of different residences all yeah. around Russia and in the best places of Russia, for example. I heard that he has a huge house in Altai Mountains. It's in Siberia. Well, lucky him. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. <laughs> so he has a lot of places where he can invite his friends to. Yeah. Also, he has 15 helicopters, so he can <laughs> easily fly from one place to another. But maybe he has some kind of superpower because, you know, he could dive deep into water yeah. Maybe he could also fly. <laughs> yeah, maybe. We don't know, actually, because we know so little about him apart from the things that he wants to show yeah, us, you know. Yeah. Also, he has a huge collection of watches, you know. It is said that he has at least 11 or 12 expensive watches. Wow, I have never heard of it. Yeah, and the total of this watch fortune is estimated in $685 million. Not bad. So, <laughs> you know, it's sad. I don't know if it's true or not. So it's gossip for now that he actually gives out one or two of his watches at his rallies to mm -hmm. maybe people who, who go there to him and greet him. To people who meet him. Yeah. So those people who are able to meet him. But yeah. what about other people? You know? Yeah, I don't know. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Okay, so we know that Putin is now the president of the Russian Federation, right? Yeah, that's true. And he loves doing sports. Yeah, he's a huge fan of judo. Actually has a black belt mm -hmm. of judo. And I found out this strange, strange thing. He starred in a video... 
like a training video for judo, which is called Let's Learn Judo with Vladimir Putin. Mm, not bad. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> and also, he owns a private gym. Mm-hmm. I think he has a gym in every house. He has a design tracksuit that costs allegedly $3,000. No, but, you know, we have this saying that you cannot forbid someone to live in a beautiful way, you know. Well, that may be true. Yeah, <laughs> why not? And since you mentioned that he has this black belt in uh, judo, I wanted to tell you about another friend of him who is Steven Seagal. I think that everybody knows him. It's a very famous actor from Hollywood. And wow, what a surprise. They are very old friends with Vladimir Putin. Moreover, both of them were born in 1952. Both have black belts, Putin in Judo, Seagal in Aikido. They respect each other and Steven Seagal visited Vladimir Putin many times and as you may know Steven Seagal has Russian passport now. I didn't know that. <laughs> really? Yeah. Once Steven Seagal said, I'm Russian and after that Vladimir Putin told him okay, you will have a Russian passport and two months later in November 2016, Vladimir Putin signed a decree granting Russian citizenship to Steven Seagal and personally issued him a passport. Oh, wow. <laughs> so, okay. Yeah, Steven Seagal actually received a passport from the very first person of the country, you know. <laughs> yeah. I... But after that, he was proposed to work in the Ministry of International Affairs in order to build a better connection between Russian Federation and United States. Yeah, imagine Steven Seagal in a meeting with uh, maybe Angela Merkel, Donald oh. Trump and Macron <laughs> doing his diplomatic liaisons with Russia. Just Im- <laughs> I'm just picturing that. <laughs> and now remembering the movies of Steven Seagal, yeah, I can imagine what kind of discussion they would have. <laughs> yeah, I think Steven Seagal is the only person that could give Mr. Trump some insights into Russia using only simple words so Trump could understand them. (laughs) That's a good point. Since you mentioned Donald Trump, there is another thing that comes to my mind connected with Trump and Putin. Maybe you remember that during the elections in the United States, there were many controversial facts about Donald Trump. Yes. And one of them was that once Trump arrived to Moscow and the first thing he did, he went to some kind of hotel with, uh, you know, these girls who sell their bodies. So Mm -hmm. he was having fun there. And actually, Vladimir Putin commented on this. Oh, wow. Yeah, he decided to defend Trump. And he said, okay, so what do you think? Trump arrived and at the same moment he ran to meet Moscow. How can I say? (laughs) Girls. Girls. Well, first of all, this uh, man is a grown-up. And the second, he is the one who uh, used to organize beauty contests. And he was able to communicate with the most beautiful women of the world. You know, I can hardly imagine that he ran to the hotel to meet our... And this phrase is brilliant. He named these women girls 
with low social responsibility. Isn't it an elegant way to (laughs) explain their profession? (laughs) Yeah. Oh my God, I didn't know about that, actually. Well, we all knew about trams affairs around the world, but I didn't (laughs) know this specific fact. So thank you. (laughs) Since we are at this stage and we talk about Trump having affairs in in Russia, we can now talk about Putin's love life. Mm -hmm. So he was married for almost 30 years mm-hmm. with his ex-wife named Lyudmila. They mm-hmm. they married in 1983, but they divorced in 2014. She was a flight attendant at the time. She left her work and they had two daughters, mm-hmm. one named Yekaterina and one named Maria. Mm-hmm. But we do know nothing about them. Yeah, just a little bit, some gossips again that yeah. we can collect on internet but no he doesn't want to show them to public yeah i think they also live abroad like they do not live in russia yeah they they say so but then uh, he divorced from his wife lyudmila and allegedly he had two girlfriends after that one is said to be a former russian spy named anna chapman mm-hmm who was arrested. She's very beautiful. Yes, she is. Who was arrested in the United States in 2010. Mm-hmm. Because she was believed to be a spy, a Russian spy in the US. She was then deported to Russia and she started a modeling career in mm-hmm. Russia. And she had also a show, a TV show. In the Russian television? Yes. but I It's like Secrets of Chapman, something like that. Oh, so well. <laughs> it's a little bit, you know, weird TV program. You wouldn't watch it, <laughs> I'm pretty sure. <laughs> but it's quite popular among people who don't know how to spend their <laughs> three time <laughs> in a more productive way, you know. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> and then he allegedly had an affair with a certain Alina Kabayeva, mm-hmm. who is a former Russian gymnast, mm-hmm. gold medalist and bronze medalist Olympic uh, at the Sydney and Athens Olympic Games. And it is said by gossip journals that they actually have sons together. They have twins together. And these twins allegedly born this year in May. And... It is said that these babies were born in Switzerland. Oh, wow. I just wonder, why not in Russia? Mm. Mm. <laughs> mm. Because we have so many good hospitals and the best medicine in the world, you know. Yeah, yeah. yeah but no mm. one confirmed it. We know nothing about these babies, if there are babies. Yeah, we can just wonder yeah. if it's true or not. But you know what? I remember that during the elections, uh, not the last one, but the previous <laughs> <laughs> elections of Putin, let's say, there were some kind of debates uh, among candidates, but Putin never participates in these debates, but he sends his representatives. Oh, wow. Yeah, and his uh, representatives are very well-known people from the world of culture, cinema, politics as well, mm-hmm. or just very famous persons. And And I remember there was Nikita Mikhalkov, who is famous filmmaker. If I'm not wrong, he even got um, an Oscar for one of his movies. 
He has Oscars and also he has Grand Prix of Cannes Film Festival and also festival in Venice. And he was a representative of Putin and he participated in these debates. And I remember that one of his statements he used uh, to prove that Putin is a better candidate was that he said that he is married, he has uh, a family and that's what means stability, you know. He is a good picture of, you know, this family, patriarchal life. (laughs) (laughs) You know what I mean, right? (laughs) Yeah, I do. And he was referring to another candidate who was not married and he was young and he had never married before. So after Putin divorced... Yeah, I uh, think these statements were not true at all. Yeah, actually, I recalled these words of Nikita Mikhalkov in my mind several times and I was wondering... Okay, it's so weak to use this kind of statement. Oh, he's married and we can trust him. But he got divorced and he started a new life. He's just a person in the end, no? Yeah, he is. He's not a superhuman. (laughs) But who knows? Who knows? Because Uh someone says that he is immortal. (laughs) Or he's a time traveler. Because there are a lot of pictures from the 20s and the 40s that depict people that are actually Putin's look alike. Like they are quite the same. Same nose, same eyes, same mouth. Mm-hmm. Oh, just imagine it. I don't know. Because maybe there is a reason for that. It could be truth, I think. Because each time when Putin disappears from media, everybody starts to be very nervous. If he, mm. he doesn't appear in media for a week, Mm, something's wrong, something's happening, maybe he's sick, maybe he's very sick. (laughs) (laughs) But now then he returns and we can see some news about him again. Like, for example, as you started to say, this diving expedition of Vladimir Putin, then he went diving underwater and then suddenly he appeared at the surface of the water with an old amphora, like an ancient archaeological thing. Wow. Yeah, and can imagine this, you know, deep inhale of the people of yeah. the world. <laughs> Just, you know, look at him, this strong man going out of the water like a Bond girl with two amphoras in his hand. <laughs> discovering new artifacts, discovering new history. But then... Yeah. But then... But then some people started to say that, okay, maybe it's a fake because this amphora looks too good for something that was there (laughs) for many years, you know. (laughs) And uh, at first, no, no, of course, it's not fake. And even archaeologists uh, said that, no, no, you really can find it uh, underwater. Yeah, sure. It was just lucky but not that lucky you know and in the end his press secretary said that yeah actually it was a fake it's filmed but what's the problem about it he said yeah (laughs) actually i saw an interview about this to a young girl i think she was our age and she was telling the journalist that imagine this man this common man just went diving and found what archaeologists couldn't find. So this is a sign that Vladimir Putin is a strong man 
and we have to believe him. He is almost saint. Actually, I don't know if you heard, but recently in Russian Orthodox Church, Russian Orthodox religion, a new saint person appeared, and it's Tsar Nikolai II. Really? Yeah, now he is a new saint person. And for what? For the fact that he suffered during his death. Mm. Because he was killed yeah. by Bolsheviks and yeah. so now with his family. Saint? Now he is a saint and maybe Putin could have the same career, you know. <laughs> Becoming a <laughs> saint, you mean? <laughs> Becoming a saint. And maybe he could be even the first person who will become saint before he before his death. <laughs> before his death. Because <laughs> actually again that's funny because I prepared some facts for this program, but now when we started to talk about it, there are so many <laughs> things coming things. to your mouth. Yes. And I remember there was that celebration of Easter. Mm-hmm. And in Orthodox tradition we have a different date and different way of celebrating, a little bit different. I don't know if you have this, but um, there is this ceremony during the night. And then at a certain point before midnight, all the people go out of the church and they have to make three circle walks around the church. And then when they enter the church, it is believed that, okay, there is now no one there, only the saint spirit, Mm -hmm. God and Jesus. But... I don't remember which year it was, but it was filmed and it was like very beautiful. That main church of Moscow, also known as Pussy Riot Church, because they were dancing there. <laughs> like the biggest thing. Fun fact. Yeah, which actually was rebuilt on the place where it was a swimming pool before. But before the swimming pool, there was a church that was destroyed. So that's a long story, but it's Russia. It's complicated. And sorry, dear listeners. <laughs> Anyways, there is a priest who enters the church and it's supposed to be only Saint Spirit there, but whom we can see. It's Vladimir Putin and Dmitry Medvedev. <laughs> oh, God. There. They were there already. <laughs> so I've got a question. How does Saint Spirit looks like? Maybe blonde, short, like five feet six. <laughs> <laughs> I don't know. I'm just guessing. Come yeah, on, we are yeah. a gossip. We guess. That's, yeah. yeah, but at least we are sharing some information with you, dear yeah. listeners, so you can guess by yourself as well. Yeah, 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 sure. <laughs> but if our Holy Spirit is blonde and five feet six, who's the other one? The one with black hair? Mm, mm. That's a question. Maybe they are just one thing. <laughs> Divided into two, so Divided they can be two. in two places at once. Yes, yeah. And since they are changing their places, they are actually at two places at, at the one, same time. At the same time, because yeah. Medvedev used to be president when Putin was a prime minister, and now Putin is president and Medvedev is prime minister. So yeah, yeah, it works they like are that. Basically, the same person. Yeah, because in Russia, it's just on paper that power is divided. You know, it's a base of democratic regime that the power is divided into three different branches. branches. But in Russia, they're like an Orthodox religion, three in one, like the Holy Spirit, Jesus and God. They are three in one. And all the powers in Russia are three in one. So, the hands of one person, I would say. So you see, we are coming into a solution to our previous question. Is Putin immortal? He travels through time. He has been here forever. Mm-hmm. He created everything. 
who knows? Yeah, actually, now when we discussed all these facts about him, I am starting to believe in this. See, even a gossip program can be interesting about facts. Yeah, but what else do you have there? I'm very curious. <laughs> curious. Okay, so given the fact that Putin is not dead, he has not been replaced by anyone, mm-hmm. he's the same person as he's ever been, and we have said that someone actually worship him not like a god but they think he's a right strong man with strong manners with uh, everything you know what mm-hmm. he's the man you want for you and this <laughs> is actually the title of a song uh, i remember called a man like putin and i have the <laughs> lyrics here <Okay>. which <laughs> read i want a man like putin who's full of strength who doesn't drink, who won't make me sad, who won't run away, who doesn't want a man like that, you know? <laughs> so maybe Putin is the man we have been looking for from Cinderella onwards, you know? He's the Prince Charming of Cinderella. Oh, yeah, you know, now <laughs> I don't really know. Actually, yeah, it sounds like he's a perfect person, but my personal opinion that we stayed together for too long and now I'm looking for someone else for <laughs> me a new personally. Prince Charming yeah for maybe not a Prince Charming not that perfect <laughs> <laughs> but some different person <laughs> but it's just my opinion <laughs> that's mine too actually and to add to the perfectness of Putin who doesn't want a man who loves animals he owns three dogs you know and mm-hmm. we have actually the names of these dogs who are called Buffy, Yume and Verni. I don't know if this word means something in Russian. Just names. And also he had a dog who died in 2014 and her name was Connie. Mm -hmm. And he actually brought this dog with him everywhere. And also Connie entered a private meeting of him and German Chancellor Angela Merkel and Merkel at the startle when she saw this huge dog walking <laughs> towards her and she was in the chair like Mrs. Merkel in this cocoon trying to protect herself from this huge dog and Putin was looking at her like smiling and smirking. <laughs> I think Putin did this on purpose but I'm not sure. I'm just spec. I think that he does many things on purpose yeah. and <laughs> actually kind of discovering his personality. I do believe that he never does something not on purpose. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, let's say that this dog, I remember it very well, and it was Black Labrador. Yeah, it was. But actually I'm surprised by the reaction of Angela Merkel because Labradors are the kindest dogs yeah. I've ever known. But I saw the photo and I don't know if this was like the perspective of the photo, but this Labrador looked huge, like a gigantic Labrador. And I think that's why Mrs. Merkel just got startled a bit. Maybe he was showing a power and yeah. threatening Europe. <laughs> yeah, with a Labrador, <laughs> with, yeah, a Labrador. with a kind Labrador. <laughs> 
<laughs> yeah. <laughs> Look, it's a big dog, but actually it's nice and good inside. Yeah. <laughs> I remember that time in Russia when everybody wanted to have black Labrador. When Putin started to be shown on photos on media with this dog, everybody wanted black Labrador. You know? So Putin was the first influencer even without Instagram. You're wow. right. And actually he uses his ability to influence people very well. And now, I mean, not influence the situation in the world. He advertised one specific thing which was produced in Russia. And I'm talking about a car. Have you ever heard of Lada? I think in Hungary they know it pretty well. Yeah, not in Italy, I think. But I want to know now. Yeah, lucky you. But it's not anything like Lamborghini. <laughs> no, don't expect something like that. It's Russian brand of cars, Lada. Now they are producing some new models of cars. And it was 2010th. And Vladimir Putin had a test driving of Lada Kalina. Dear listeners, you should Google it and you should see this car. Just to explain you, it's a small budget car. I don't expect too much, but it's like not that expensive. So you can buy it and use it for your family. Anyways, he did this test driving and he drove 2,165 kilometers wow. from Habarovsk to Chita, which is far east of Russia. He was filmed during his uh, trip and he met some people randomly random people but I don't really think they were that random you know <laughs> but let's say random people drivers he stopped at gas station he talked to people and he listened to their complaints yeah and he said that he will solve everything that's what he's doing all the time like a and true leader you know yeah in Russia there is belief all the authorities they are bad guys but there is only one good guy Putin and Putin will solve all your problems so back to the topic of test driving, someone noticed that there was not just one car, but three cars of the same kind, you know, just in case if car breaks yeah. down, they could easily change it to another car. Not bad, right? And you have a backup car so you can make people think that it's the same car, but they don't know. So they will buy the car because it's a good car with a good engine. Yes, <laughs> but just imagine it. What a good quality of Russian cars. While he was driving, he was accompanied by a number of other cars, like police cars and his sure. crew. But all of these cars, they were foreign cars, not Russian cars. And Lada Kalina in the middle of this party. We know now that he can be president until 2024, right? Mm. At least. If they are not going to change the constitution again. <laughs> If maybe he gets bored by presidency or by being prime minister, who knows, and he wants to find another profession, mm -hmm. he can be a test driver, you know, for cars, <laughs> both Russian and foreigners. And also, since we are talking about possible profession, when he came back to Russia from the eastern Germany after the fall of the Berlin Wall, mm -hmm. he didn't know what to do. And prior to becoming the deputy mayor of St. Petersburg, which is his city, he explored the possibility of becoming a taxi driver. So imagine now, maybe if Putin didn't become a deputy mayor and then president and then prime minister and then president again, maybe now you can go to St. Petersburg, stop a taxi, 
maybe to go to the airport and uh, smiling Vladimir Putin would be driving your taxi <laughs> and taking you to the airport oh my god but maybe he was a taxi driver but then he traveled in oh, time time and traveler thing yeah 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 but back then in 90s after fall of Berlin Wall many people turned to this kind of professions as being taxi driver yeah. because there were no jobs yeah and so it was the only thing he evolved to Yeah, people tried to survive. And you mentioned that he stayed in Germany. Yeah. Actually, it was not a secret, so he talked about it. But at the end of the last year, it was proved Germany published certificate of Vladimir Putin, which was issued by the Ministry of State Security of East Germany, that he was actually an employee of Stasi. What? Really? Yeah, he was an employee of Stasi and probably his responsibilities were to spy on very high level officials yes this I really didn't know I bet he was not planning to become a taxi driver no maybe no, just to spy on someone you know <laughs> yeah <laughs> undercover Vladimir Putin driving a taxi in East Germany Yeah, by the way, don't be surprised if we'll have a lot of listeners from Kremlin after this program. <laughs> we love you. Staying in the topic of time, he has a problem with time because he is uh, always late. <laughs> It has been said by official of the Vatican City that when he went to see Pope Francis a couple of years ago, he kept the Pope waiting for 50 minutes you know five zero fifty minutes the pope was just there looking at his watch okay when is this russian coming i have things to do i have mass to attend you know <laughs> and also it was late also for a conference in moscow i think and after some time it was discovered that it wasn't just late he just stopped to have a beer with members <laughs> of a group of bikers, night wolves, mm -hmm. which are his friends, and he loves having a beer or two with them. Who doesn't love to go to a pub with their friends and have a beer or two while your ministers are waiting in the other room? Taking into account that he might be an immortal person. Oh. Yeah, 15 minutes are not that... Yeah, not that much if you have yeah. an eternity for sure. yourself. Yeah. <laughs> I imagine a telegram to the Pope. Hey Francis, I'm gonna be late 15 minutes, but don't worry, I have all the time in the world to meet you or your successor. Okay. <laughs> And also, as we already told you, dear listeners, Putin is said to be like a superhuman. He goes diving, he rides horses in Siberia and goes swimming in highest water around Russia. There is also, if you want to check it out on the internet, there is a webcomic series called Super Putin. I've never heard of it before you told me, but now I really want to check it because it should be interesting. Yeah, and it's also the characters of various portraits. It is said that George W. Bush painted a portrait of Putin. It's actually a good portrait, like the features are those of Putin. And in this portrait, Putin has an enigmatic look, such the one you can see in the Mona Lisa portrait. Wow. So he follows you everywhere you go, like you are on the right, he's watching you, you are on the left, he's watching you. Okay, now I feel that cold on my back, <laughs> because this is creepy. <laughs> 
yeah, it is. But you can check it out on the internet. It's really like this. And now since you started to talk about drawings, there is another thing that comes to my mind. Once Putin went to a school and he was filmed, it was kind of emotion, propaganda. Propaganda stuff, yeah, Putin yeah. in the school. And they showed him kind of whiteboards, but interactive. Mm-hmm. You know, just to say that it's completely fine in our schools. And Putin wanted to test it and he created a drawing, an interesting drawing, because after he drew it, not everyone understood what is that. And he explained, this is a cat, the view from the back. Oh, <laughs> God. And yeah, dear listeners, you should see it. Now I see it. It's actually a cat from the back, but <laughs> it's not something you draw to a blackboard. Come on. Since he's a cultural person, he's also a fan of music. And his favorite band is the Beatles. Wow. Yeah. And his favorite song by the Beatles is Yesterday. Also, Putin loves to go to karaoke. In an event a couple of years ago in Hollywood, there was the Meryl Streep, I believe, and Gerard Depardieu also. He started to sing from the stage Blueberry Eels <laughs> or something like that. And was like singing without even looking to the screen for the words. It just went with the flow, with the music and started to sing. And everyone was applauding him. Oh. Wow. As you might know, this kind of bands, they were banned in Soviet Union. And Putin, who worked for KGB, and at the same time, he was listening to some forbidden stuff. Hmm. Yeah. Could be an interesting movie. Yeah. Like James Bond style but about Putin. Yeah. Okay, there are a few documentaries about Putin that mm-hmm. we know because he made one before becoming deputy mayor in St. Petersburg and another one a couple of years later. We can say that Putin had an interesting life from the beginning because he was born in a poor family in St. Petersburg. It is said in his biography that he lived in a single room apartment with his parents. But we have to say that his grandfather was a chef and he worked for Lenin and Stalin. And now when Putin travels around the world because he's the president so he has these meetings around the world everything he brings with him all the things he wants to eat because he is afraid of someone poisoning him and also he has his personal chefs who cook everything for him from breakfast to dinner to maybe a midnight sandwich if he's angry yeah we know these people now i can see that we are running out of time but i also wanted to mention one Last thing, if you don't mind. Yeah, sure. We talked about movies about Putin mm-hmm. and we also discussed his hobbies like diving and horse riding. And often he does it half naked. You can see a lot of photos of Vladimir Putin topless. The fact is that these photos are published by Kremlin. So imagine your government yeah. publishing half-naked pictures of you around the world. Yes, yeah, so a journalist asked Vladimir Putin, well, Mr. Putin, it's not that common that the head of the state is being shown this way. You know what he answered? I'm afraid to know, actually. <laughs> he said, well, you said half-naked. Thank God not naked. If I rest, I don't consider it necessary to hide behind bushes and I don't see anything bad about it. As Easy as it is, you know. Yeah. Mm. 
but imagine like being there in the mountains, just minding your own business, and then you see this man half naked riding a horse, and you are just what is happening here? And then you look closely, and it's your president. Oh my God, I wouldn't like to be there at that time. No, but you know, I think it's like the idea. That he has of him being this macho man, always showing off because he's strong. I don't know. <laughs> well, I don't want to put some oil into this fire because it's a light program, it's gossip program. But I would just say my own opinion. I think that Vladimir Putin lives in his own world. Yeah. Maybe he thinks that world belongs to him, but no, <laughs> I think that he lives in the world that he created, created in yeah. his mind. He's interesting. I'm sorry, but we are running out of time. Yeah. And if you want to know about Putin's life, just go on the internet. He's just giving you all the things he wants you to know about him. So, yeah. you know, you can know everything about him. But, but not about his daughters. No, 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 no. So thank you so much, Sasha, <laughs> for this insight from Russia today. Since the topic was, you know, Russian. <laughs> But thank you for this brilliant idea to discuss this person. And maybe now I will have to stay in Europe forever and ask for protection, you know. <laughs> These things we said are actually all the things we found on the Internet. So we are not the ones inventing. Mm -hmm. We are just giving our listeners some insights that they can easily find by themselves. We've done nothing wrong. Thank you, dear listeners, for being with us today. It was good. I liked so much this topic and we had fun. Yes. Okay, so thank you, Sasha. Thank you very much, Anto. And see you next time with the next Gossip Program. Bye. Goodbye.